the International Soccer Preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to our continuation of Series 19. This one looking at the players of the 2023 Asian Cup due to be played in January 2024. This episode is looking at the players of Indonesia. Here we go. Hi and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 19 on the players of the 2023 Asian Cup, played in 2024. Uh, this episode covers Indonesia's players. So we're doing this media cast in two parts. Uh, part one here is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Uh, we think we went into too much detail in previous player media casts we've done. So we're aiming for a lighter, more listener-friendly uh, kind of narrative version this time. Part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad is selected. We think that'll be in late November, uh, sorry, late December or early January. And at that time, we'll go back over the list that we compile at this time and see who made it and who didn't. And we'll also cover, uh, cover a couple of other things like injuries and so on. So we'll talk more about that at the end. Uh, we have made a separate video on what we will be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can also be found in the show notes uh, for both watchers and listeners. In short, we're focused on the Asian and African Cups, uh, both taking place in early 2024. And we have also started our coverage of the 2026 World Cup qualifying. So this episode has three sections. In section one, we uh, give and discuss some general information on the team. Section two uh, is the main part where we look at the main candidates in each position and try to determine their likelihood of making the final squad. And section three, just a short ending where we give any closing thoughts and preview part two in more detail. Uh, let's begin then. And um, we start with some general comments or some general observations. So uh, on the uh, surface of it, uh, Indonesia doesn't have a lot of experience. Uh, the most capped player is 34-year-old Arianto. He has 57 caps. Uh, but it's a big drop down from there, uh, down to the 30. So there are six players with 30 to 36 caps. And then uh, just four players numbering in the 20s. It's all below uh, 20 caps uh, for all of the other players. Uh, the other thing is, compared to some of the teams we've done recently, um, Indonesia is fairly straightforward. They have brought in a few new players uh, recently, but mostly it's the same cast of characters over the last two years, uh, and particularly since June 2022. So uh, it looks like a fairly stable squad uh, going in at this point. Uh, next, we look at any uh, retirements, and uh, really just uh, one for... Um, uh, one for Indonesia, and that's uh, Evan Dimas. 
Uh, he was the captain from 2020 to 2022, and um, he was with the team from 2014 with 44 caps and 10 goals. Um, well, I mean, we're calling him a retirement, but really he's off the team because he's only 28 years old. But he did last play for the team in January uh, 2022. So um, whatever happened there, he seems not to be part of the plans uh, this time. Uh, let's take a look at the main domestic clubs that the uh, players are coming from. And uh, we have four uh, for you here. So uh, uh, Persija Jakarta is uh, the first one. The second is uh, PSM Makassar. And next we have uh, Bayankara. And uh, finally, uh, Borneo Samarinda. Um, those are the most represented teams from uh, Indonesia on the national team. Uh, when we look outside of the country, um, in the region, so kind of in the Asian region, uh, we have um, Malaysia, South Korea, and Japan uh, represented. They also have some players uh, with European countries. These tend to be uh, North Northern European countries. I mean, we know uh, the historical connection that they have with the Netherlands uh, because the uh, Indonesia used to be called the Dutch East Indies. And uh, we're going to look at one team they seem to have a particular connection with there. Uh, but Netherlands, Belgium, Norway, and England, they have players uh, in all of those countries. Uh, and finally, we look at uh, maybe some of the big teams or the, the big names, uh, that uh, the bigger names that they're associated with. So we have one player in Korea with the Jeonnam Dragons. That's one of the, uh, a fairly big team in, in the Asian region. And Tokyo Verde, or Tokyo Verde uh, in Japan there. And the team I mentioned uh, with the Netherlands, uh, their association with was uh, Utrecht. So uh, I think there's just one player on the squad right now, but they have had players, uh, several players go through the Utrecht youth system and team. And finally, we have one player uh, in England uh, with Ipswich. So there are other players um, uh, in Belgium and Norway, but uh, tend to be smaller teams. Okay, let's uh, take a look at their east, uh, recent games. So when we look at the uh, players, their participation, and decide how likely they are to make the squad, we're looking kind of at their last two years uh, of participation. And so these are the games that uh, that um, they've played over the past two years. So beginning at the beginning of uh, 2022, um, they had two friendlies in January 2022. Uh, both of those were with the nearby East Timor. And they had one in June 2022 with Bangladesh. We're not really concerned with the results of these. Actually, we'll be more concerned with the uh, formations that they use in the next section. Uh, in June of 2022, they had Asian Cup qualifiers. So uh, the final round of qualifying for this tournament that we're focused on, that was three games in June 2022. And uh, those were with uh, Kuwait, Jordan and Nepal. Uh, after that, they had some friendlies. Um, uh, two of them in September. Both of those were with Curacao. Curacao in the uh, Caribbean uh, there. Uh, in October and November, though, uh, while most teams were, were playing games, um, they did not. Uh, they did not have any games in October or November 2022. 
um, a bit surprising. Um, next uh, was the AFF Cup or the a ASEAN Cup. That is the regional cup for Southeast Asia. And uh, that was actually a four-team uh, four group stage and then the finals, which are played in a home and away format. Uh, that was at the end of the December. So three of those group stage matches were in December. Uh, and these were uh, Southeast Asian teams, Cambodia, Brunei, and Thailand. And then the last of those games was in January 2023. That was against the Philippines. And they did just that group stage and met uh, Vietnam uh, in the quarterfinals. And they um, uh, played Vietnam home and away, and they lost that. So that was the end of that tournament for them. So uh, six games there over the turn of the year. Now we're in 2023, and it's friendlies. Uh, two friendlies in March 2023, both of them against Burundi. Uh, two friendlies in June against Palestine and uh, Argentina. And uh, one in September of 2023, uh, that was against Turkmenistan. Uh, World Cup qualifying began in Asia in uh, October 2023. That was a preliminary round. But uh, Indonesia um, uh, was required to play in that preliminary round, so they were in the... Uh, basket of teams at the bottom in Asia. So I think it was the bottom uh, 20 teams or so. Yes, the bottom 20 teams that had to uh, undergo that round. So that began in October and uh, they were paired with Brunei. We actually did do a uh, uh, a preview media cast on, on these uh, sets of games. Gave us a good chance to look at weak teams like Brunei who uh, uh, are rarely looked at because they get knocked out quickly. Brunei did get knocked out quickly. Indonesia won those games. And so uh, in November, which we'll look at shortly, uh, they move on to the next round of World Cup qualifying. Um, but again, we're more concerned about the formations uh, here in this players podcast. So. Uh, let's try to look at some patterns in the formation. So the usual formation for most of the period uh, we just covered was the 4-2-1-3. Um, uh, but only about half the time. They did experiment with various formations. And sometimes they did use three central defenders. So they had a sometimes a 5-4-1 formation. That's three central defender with a right back and a left back. And that was uh, usually against stronger teams. Uh, and they also used a 3-4-3 or actually a modified 3-4-3, a 3-2-2-2-1. So try to wrap your head around that. <laughs> and that was used against weaker teams. So the key point there uh, is three central defenders. However, they kind of abandoned that uh, in recent formations because in recent formations, uh, uh, more common has been a 4-4-2 and that 3-2-2-2-1, uh, again, a modification of a 3-4-3 three, three, uh, that we saw them use uh, there. So uh, they seem to be uh, favoring that, although they probably will be meeting tougher teams in the Cup and uh, uh, probably have a more defensive formation. So they last used the uh, 4-2-3-1 that they had been using about half the time. Last used that in January of 2023, 
So now the default formation seems to be uh, these two that I've just mentioned, a 442 and a 32221. Uh, and these, uh, as I said, have been against weaker teams. So when they played Argentina, again, they went with uh, five at the back. Uh, and so we might see, uh, I doubt we'll see that 32221 formation um, against the stronger teams in the Asian Cup. Okay, the last part is where we look ahead to the uh, games they have coming up. So we're doing this media cast at the end of uh, um, October here. And uh, these games are coming up in November because Indonesia passed the uh, preliminary round. They make it to the next round. And on November 16th, they face Iraq uh, in Iraq, an away game. And actually, the other one is an away game too uh, in the Philippines. So they start uh, this group with two away games. And uh, we think they'll be using their best players there. But again, for uh, Indonesia... Uh, they haven't changed that much, so I think we're seeing, uh, we have a fairly good idea of their uh, starting lineup unless big changes are made. Uh, Pre-tournament friendlies, they don't have any scheduled yet, but we expect most teams to schedule uh, at least one game. Uh, but we'll have to uh, wait until maybe um, uh, we uh, we might do an update on the play on the teams podcast. Uh, when we get closer to the cup. So if we do, uh, we can see if they have any pre-tournament friendly scheduled. Right, so that brings us to the end of part one. And now we move on to part two, uh, a look at the candidates. And we begin with the manager. And we usually start with the outgoing manager um, of the team. But in the case of Indonesia, they've had the same manager since 2020. Uh, so we don't really see any point in uh in talking about the outgoing manager. The manager of the team is a South Korean, uh, Shin Tae-young. Um, um, so he has been, he was a manager of South Korea uh, in 2017 and 18 and actually took them through the World Cup and um, in 2020 became manager of uh, not only Indonesia's national team, but he took control of the uh, under 20 and under 23 team. So uh, kind of uh, a lot of the new players uh, will have come through uh, under him. So Shin Tae-young um, uh, leading them through this tournament. All right, let's uh, take a look at goalkeepers here. And uh, as always, we're going to just start by uh, naming the candidates. And, um, uh, and then we'll go through and give a bit of uh, information, especially on the ones that seem more likely. So uh, all of the players' names here are in... Uh, light uh, in gray uh, and that indicates that they haven't been through a tournament and because indonesia hasn't made a tournament for a while um all of their players are in light gray so goalkeepers we have two definite candidates the first one is uh, nadio arguinata nadio arguinata and the other one is uh, sarul trishna um Sarul Trishna. Now, I'll just make a comment on their names because I think uh, a lot of times uh, Indonesian players kind of go by their first name. So um, perhaps Nadio uh, Argawinata will be known uh, as Nadio. Um, but because I'm not that sure, uh, I'm just going to give the name and um, uh, hopefully that'll be familiar. So uh, actually, uh, Siarul Fadil 
Trishna um, on some websites is called Fadil. So uh, I'm a little worried about the names uh, not being familiar here. Uh, anyway, we're going to go with uh, kind of their uh, names as they're given. Uh, we have one uh, likely candidate in uh, Imando Ari. And then we have uh, two possible but unlikely candidates. So we make a decision as to whether to put them on the list. Uh, with Muhammad Rivandi, we are going to put on the list, possible but unlikely. But we do think um, uh, it's possible that he will uh, uh, make, uh, you know, come back into the squad. Uh, the we have three candidates actually. The next one is Reza Arya Pratama. We're also putting him on the list. Um, and the last one, Dafa Fascia, uh, we're not going to put on the list. He was just called in for two bench appearances, uh, but he wasn't selected for the last five games. So uh, we don't think there's really a chance of him making it back in. Okay, let's look at the candidates and, and then we'll finish the section with a little narrative on the position. So Nadio Arguinata. Uh, started 15 of their 22 games over the past uh, two years and he was on the bench for five uh, and that just means two games that he wasn't selected for so uh, not only do we think he is the uh, definite candidate but we think he'll be the starter too and uh, next we have Sarul Fadil Trishna and uh, he um, started uh, five of their 22 games over the past two years he was subbed in for one and on the bench for 15. So the only game he was not selected for, uh, just one game uh, when he was out with coronavirus. So in other words, he seems to be uh, selected all the time. Uh, Sarul Fadio uh, Trishna, so um, two definite candidates. Next, we have uh, Imando Ari, and uh, he's been with uh, um, Indonesia since 2021 and is uh, 21 years old. And he returned, actually, after an 18-month absence. He was injured for half the time he was absent. Uh, returned in June 2023 and started two of the remaining five games and was on the bench for two and with the under-23 team for one. So making a bit of a comeback there, uh, Imando uh, Ari. So we consider him a likely candidate. Uh, all of these players, by the way, play in Indonesia, and we'll kind of only point out the club if there's something uh, specific to mention about it, like if they play abroad. Okay, uh, we uh, didn't talk about the two possible but unlikely candidates, so I'll just fill that in. Muhammad Rianda came back from an absence, um, uh, a nine-month absence, uh, uh, but then he got injured and he wasn't selected for the last three uh, matches. So he was injured for four and then not selected for three. So he seems to uh, uh, be off the team now. Uh, but there is a chance he'll come back. The other one is Reza Pratama. And um, uh, he got his first appearance in June 2023 and uh, appeared on the bench three times but not selected for the last two matches. So both of these guys are recent enough that there is a chance they'll be called back in. But part of the reason we think they're unlikely is that the uh, the three at the top seem uh, quite uh, entrenched in their positions. So Argo Inita is the main starter. And for most of the period, his backup was uh, um, uh, Sariul Fadil Trishna. 
Uh, however, recently, uh, Imando Ari has been making a bid as the uh, second string keeper. So um, a bit of competition there, but uh, we think those will be the three selected for the cup. Okay, let's move on to defenders, and we uh, are going to talk about central defenders. We have three definite candidates here. The first one is Rizki Rido. Uh, Rizki Rido, and the second is Fashudin Arianto. Uh, we mentioned him as the most capped player on the squad. He was captain in 2022 and 23, uh, but isn't uh, uh, right now. Uh, the third uh, definite candidate is Jordi Amat. And uh, we have a likely candidate in um, uh, Elkin Bagot. And we have four possible candidates. The first one is Wayu uh, Presecho. Uh, secondly, Andy Secho. Third, uh, Hansumayama or Hansumayama Pranata. And the last one, uh, Alfiandra Dewanga. Okay, and we do have one uh, possible but unlikely candidate. We won't post him because he last appeared uh, in March, uh, Mohamed Ferrari, um, uh, a young player. Uh, we may see him a bit more in the future. Okay, let's look at the uh, candidates here. Uh, beginning with uh, Rizko Rido. Uh, so he uh, has been with the team since 2021. He's just 22 years old, but he has 26 caps and three goals. And he started 15 of their games over the last two years, subbed in for two and on the bench for two. Uh, and then for various other reasons, uh, not selected for uh, four, but actually only twice was he not uh, Act, uh, not selected uh, to the squad, and those were the first two games of 2022. So, a definite candidate, uh, Rizki Rido. Um, also, uh, always called up is uh, Fashudin Arianto. So, again, the most experienced player uh, on the squad, uh, been with Indonesia since 2012 and has 56 caps and four goals. His age is a bit of a concern. He's 34 years old, but uh, it looks like uh, defenders can get away with uh, uh, with it a little bit more. So, uh, Fashruddin Arianto uh, started 13 of their 22 games over the last two years, and he was on the bench for the nine others. So, uh, not necessarily a starter, but always uh, called up to the squad. Uh, thirdly, we have Jordi Amat, and uh, Jordi Amat, um, uh, has been with the team since 2022. He has nine caps and one goal, and uh, he's 31 years old. He he does have experience outside uh, of of uh, Indonesia. In fact, he never has played in Indonesia. It seems uh, he's currently with uh, a team in Malaysia, but he's played in Belgium, uh, Belgium, Rayo Valenco in Spain, and uh, Swansea in England. Um, there, so uh, a pretty experienced in terms of his uh, uh, club experience. Uh, Jordi Amat uh, got his first cap in December 2022 and then started nine of their remaining 13 games. Uh, and he was on the bench for two and suspended for one. Uh, but a bit of a concern in that he was injured uh, for the last two matches there. So uh, uh, whether that injury will extend into the Asian Cup, we'll have to wait until the update podcast to get further word on that. 
Uh, okay, uh, the likely candidate is Elkin Baggett, and um, he's been with the team since 2021, 18 caps and two goals, and he's just 21 years old. He's the player who uh, plays in... Uh, uh, plays for Ipswich in England. He was raised in England, so uh, all of his clubs have been uh, have been in England. Interestingly, he was born in Thailand, um, so uh, kind of a, a very international player. Uh, Elkin Baggett started 11 of their 22 games over the past two years. Uh, he was subbed in for one with the under-23 team for one, and not selected for nine others. Uh, but that includes the last match, which is a bit of a concern. Uh, however, the only eight others were the uh, ASEAN or the AFF Cup uh, Championship. So um, I think it's because he was playing in England that he wouldn't have played that tournament in uh, uh, December and January. So uh, understandable. So otherwise, Alcan Baggett might be uh, a definite candidate, but a bit of a concern that he missed the last game. However, we have him uh, likely here. Um, let's look at our four possible candidates. So, Wayu uh, Prasetio. Uh, he got his first cap in September 2022 and uh, didn't start any games, um, but uh, was on the bench for two. Sorry, that should be September 2023. Uh, didn't start any of the remaining three games, but was on the bench for two of them. So, he's brand new. And uh, he got two sub appearances uh, after first coming in. And the other ones are all kind of outgoing players. So uh, Andy Secho um, returned after a two-year absence in June of 2023. Uh, uh, he also didn't start any games. He was subbed in for one on the bench for two but then not selected for the last two matches. So it looks like they're looking for more uh, uh, central defenders to firm up the bench. Uh, and it looks like Andy Secho kind of was tried out and, and failed. But we'll see uh, if he shows up in the November games. Um, same with the next two candidates, Hansuma Yama uh, came back after a more than three-year absence. He started one of their remaining 11 games. This was uh, after December 2022. Uh, and he was on the bench for seven, but then not selected for the last three matches. So it looked like he was getting a good look at Hansumu Yama, uh, but then um, uh, ultimately not chosen. Again, we'll have to see. Uh, and finally, Alfiandra Dawanga, um, more of a veteran. He's got 15 caps since his first in 2021. Uh, he's 22 years old, and uh, he played regularly in 2021 and in early 2022, but then was off the team for a year. Uh, that included an injury, but wasn't uh, injured that whole time. He returned in September 2023 and started one of their three games, but then he wasn't selected for the October games. So uh, a little difficult to tell. I, I, I think I am going to move him up the list uh to um, second place on the list uh, because that's where he seems to me in terms of likelihood. But uh, there we have a bit of confusion. Um, but it, overall, it looks like they're searching for more central defenders because teams usually bring five or six. and They have uh, four uh, likely or definite candidates, but will probably need a couple more. 
So I wouldn't be surprised to see a new name in November. Okay, let's move on to left backs. Oh no, we got to summarize the position of central defender. So as we said in the formation section, sometimes it's two central defenders and sometimes three. And basically it's a rotation of these four uh, definite or likely players we mentioned. So Rido, Arianto, Amat, and Bagot. Uh, and actually Bagot has been favored over uh, Arianto in recent games. And uh, sometimes right backs or left backs uh, do come into the position when it's a three-man defense, but actually that's quite rare. So uh, it's really these four players. So uh, all that we said about the possible candidates is really just looking for substitutes to uh, strengthen the bench. All right, let's uh, talk about left backs and introduce the candidates. So we have definite candidate Pratama Arham. And likely candidate Ebo, uh, sorry, Edo Fabrian Saya. Uh, Edo Fabrian Saya. And we have a possible candidate in Shane Patinama. Shane Patinama. And we will post the name of the possible but unlikely candidate, Yance uh, Sayuri. Um, and we will actually talk about him because uh, uh, he's significant enough to merit it. Okay, uh, Pratama Arhan, our definite candidate. He is the player who plays for Tokyo Verdi in Japan. Uh, he's been with uh, Indonesia since 2021. And he has an impressive 35 caps. He's just 22 years old. So uh, over the last two years, he started 16 of their 22 games. And he was subbed in for five besides. So uh, uh, a definite candidate there uh, in Pratama Arham. Uh, Ido Fabrian Saya, um, he started only four of their 22 games over the last two years, uh, but he was subbed in for five and on the bench for 10. So that's just three matches that he wasn't selected for. And um, uh, he is a, a likely candidate to make the squad although not so likely to be a starter. He's more of a substitute. Uh, Shane Patinama has been with the team uh, just since 2023 here with four caps and one goal. He's 20, 20, uh, 22 years old, and he played for uh, Viking in Norway, uh, but w went through that system with the uh, young Utrecht team uh, there, John Utrecht and... Uh, um, he got his first cap for Indonesia in March of 2023 and started two of their remaining uh, five games. He was subbed in for one and on the bench for one and then not selected for one. So he's new since June, uh, but selected for four out of five games. So Shane Patinama, a possible candidate uh, there. And finally, we have Jan Sayuri. So uh, he got his first cap in March of 2023. He started one of their six games, uh, was on the bench for three, but then not selected for the last three matches. So basically he joined in March, but then fell off uh, little by little and not selected. So we have uh, Jan Sayuri as possible, but unlikely. And as you can see, they have uh, three candidates here and usually they bring two or three uh, uh, to the cup. So. Uh, let's talk about the left-back position then in summary. So the position sometimes becomes a left-winger, 
Uh, and when it does, it's always the left back who plays the position. Uh, so for most of the period, it's been uh, Pratam Arhan with Fabrian Sia as the backup. Uh, however, it's uh, the starts have been a bit more mixed lately. In other words, it's not as consistently Arham as it was uh, in the first part of the period. Uh, Arham, Fabrian Saya, and newcomer uh, Shane Patinama have each started two of the last six games. So uh, whether they're thinking of a change as the starting left back or whether they're just giving... Uh, those players a bit more field time, uh, we'll have to see. Okay, let's move on to right back, and here we just have two candidates. The first one is definite candidate Asnawi uh, Mankoalam, and he's actually the one who's taken over as the captain since 2023, uh, Asnawi uh, Mankoalam. And then uh, Sandy Walsh as a possible candidate uh, so let's take a look at these guys. Uh, and uh, as now uh, Manko Alam is the one who plays in South Korea with the uh, Jundan Dragons there, and he started four of their twenty twenty uh, four of their twenty two games over the past two years. He was subbed in for four and on the bench for two. So just two matches uh, that he wasn't selected for. Um, uh, Asnawi Mankualam, a definite candidate. Uh, Sandy Walsh is the other, and uh, he's been with the team since recently, even though he is 28 years old. He got his first appearance on the bench in June of 2023, and he started three of their remaining five games, uh, having been on the bench for the first two of those matches. So uh, he's being used um, increasingly, and... Uh, I believe he uh, played as a defensive midfielder once uh, there. So, um, but uh, he was, uh, oh, and he also uh, played as a central defender in the three-man back line once uh, also. So a bit of a roving player, uh, it seems. He actually plays for uh, KV Mechelen in Belgium, uh, uh, does Sandy Walsh. Okay, so let's finish with the summary of the right-back position. So again, just like on the left, the position sometimes become, uh, becomes the right-winger. And uh, when it does, in this case, it's not always the left-back who plays it, uh, but usually is. Uh, Manco Alam uh, uh, is in the right-back position about two-thirds of the time. We saw he started 14 of the 22 games. Uh, but when it's not Manco Alam, it's uh, usually an out-of-position player. So uh, we saw um, uh, we saw uh, the left-back uh, Sayuri, Jan Sayuri has played in this position. The central defender, uh, or we put him as uh, uh, defensive midfielder, Irianto, who we'll meet soon, or attacking midfielder, Kambuaya. So uh, only recently, I think Walsh played there uh, in one of the games, maybe two of the games, but uh, um, uh, it looks like perhaps uh, uh, they found what they're looking for in Sandy Walsh, which is a, uh, a reliable backup to Manco Allen. Okay, those are the uh, positions in the defense. Um, we can move on to the midfield. And actually, uh, we begin with... Um, 
the defensive midfielder, but only one candidate there, and even he is not coded as a defensive midfielder. Uh, it's Rashmat Arianto, and since he's the only candidate here, I can launch into talking about him. Uh, he's been with the team since 2021 and has 30 caps. He's 24 years old, and uh, um, he started 13 of their 2020, uh, 13 of their 22 games over the past two years and subbed in for two and was on the bench for seven others. So he's always called up, uh, even if he only starts about half the games. And uh, even though he's coded as a central defender, we've moved him to uh, defensive midfield here because that's where he's been playing uh, over the past uh, two years. I think I saw him once uh, as a central defender and otherwise uh, in the midfield. Uh, before we summarize that position, we're going to look at the central midfielders. And we have two definite candidates. The first is Mark Clock. Um, sorry, uh, Mark Clock. And the second is uh, Ricky Kambuaya, who we mentioned uh, as playing as a right back in one game. Uh, we have two possible candidates in Ivar Jenner. Uh, no, sorry, Ivar Jenner. And uh, uh, Shiarian uh, uh, Abimanyu, Shiarian Abimanyu, and then we have one um, portable but unlikely candidate, but we will post his name, uh, and I'll just deal with him right now. That's Adam Alice, and he's been on and off the off the team, but mostly off the team. Uh, he returned after an absence in September, but then wasn't selected in October. So we think he's kind of uh, unlikely. And then uh, uh, seems to be off the team or possibly retired. Uh, the play we mentioned as the only uh, kind of retirement, uh, Evan Demas, um, uh, unlikely to make a comeback because he's been gone since January 2022, even though uh, he's young enough. He's just 28 years old. Okay, let's look at the candidates. Uh, we begin with Mark Clock, and he has been um, with the team since 2022. 18 caps and four goals, which is pretty good uh, for a central defender. Uh, he's another one who came through that Utrecht uh, youth system, and he also played for teams in Scotland, uh, Bulgaria, and England, but now is playing in Indonesia. Uh, Mark Clark got his first cap in June 2022 and started 16 of the remaining 19 games. And he was subbed in for one and on the bench for two others. So always called up and almost uh, always a starter is Mark Clark. Uh, the other definite candidate is Ricky Kambuaya. Um, He's actually coded as an attacking midfielder, uh, but we, we moved him to here because that's where he's been playing, more as a central midfielder. And he has been with the team, Ricky Kambuaya, since uh, 2021, and he has 30 caps and five goals. So uh, maybe he has played as an attacking midfielder more in the past because he does get goals. Uh, over the past two years, he started 15 of their 2022 sorry, 15 of their 22 games. And he was subbed in for on the bench for two and just one match that he wasn't selected for. So Ricky Kambuaya, a definite candidate. Uh, we move now down to possible candidates. Um, 
And uh, Eve or Jenna were kind of between uh, possible and possible but unlikely. Uh, he's been with the team uh, just uh, since this year. He has two caps and is 19 years old. So he got his first cap in June of 2023 and uh, started one of their remaining five games. He was subbed in for two. Uh, sorry, subbed in for one. But over the last three games, he was with the under-23 team for one game and not selected for the last two. So, uh, 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 Ivar Jenna, uh, we put him as a possible candidate. Uh, by the way, he's another player who uh, uh, has Dutch connections. He was born in the Netherlands and also came through that young uh, uh, Utrecht and Utrecht uh, path, uh, Ivar Jenner. Uh, the other possible candidate is Siarian uh, uh, Abumanu, and uh, he uh, got he started one of their twenty twenty one of their twenty two ah he started one of their twenty two games over the past two years, uh, subbed in for three and was on the bench for eleven. Uh, however, he was not selected for the last five matches, so he was a regular, uh, at least on the bench, uh, and then uh, not selected for the last five matches. We've seen that uh, in other teams, not so much with Indonesia. I'm not sure what it represents, uh, but we're, we're, we're never sure where to put them. But uh, we put him as a possible candidate here, uh, uh, Sharian Abumanu. Okay, and... Um, we talked about the possible but unlikely candidate, Adam Alice. So we can summarize now the position and we've combined uh, defensive and central midfielders into one. So think uh, kind of uh, at the top of the box uh, in the center of the field. So again, uh, usually it's two players there, but sometimes it's one, uh, kind of one central defender in a three-man midfielder uh, midfield. So you have a right and left midfielder. Uh, but uh, focusing on the center, it is Clock, Irianto, and Cambuaya uh, rotating in that position. So uh, usually it's two, or else those guys will play uh, as the right and left midfielders in the three-man midfield, which we'll talk about uh, shortly. Uh, well, we'll talk about it right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, because we don't have any players coded as left midfielder or right midfielder. And so we'll just kind of summarize the position. So really we're talking about these positions when it's a three-man midfield. And uh, so these players will often be uh, the central midfielders when it's a three-man midfield. But we have seen other players brought in. Uh, I was right, uh, uh, Walsh, the right defender Walsh, recently played uh, in this position. Also attacking midfielder Ferdinand and uh, um, central midfielder Jenner. Well, uh, all of these players, uh, central midfielders, sometimes coming in as the right or left midfielder. Uh, okay. Uh, let's move on to the uh, left winger. So now we're kind of moving upfield, and we could be talking about anything from uh, left wing to uh, left attacking midfielder, even up to uh, left forward, uh, if that's played by one of these players. And we did see that uh, a lot of times uh, uh, it is the left defender 
uh, moving up to this position. So uh, when this is a winger position, uh, it's only the case when it, there's a left back and a left winger or a right back and a right winger, such as in a 4-4-2 formation. Okay, let's look at the candidates on the uh, left upper quadrant of the field or uh, left wingers. And uh, we've actually moved a player uh, who's coded as a right winger over to here. That's uh, Witan Suleiman. And I know on some sources he's just known as Witan, uh, as Indonesians uh, uh, tend to be, I think. Witan Suleiman, a definite candidate. Sadil Ramdami, also uh, a... No, he is a likely candidate. Uh, we have Stefano Lillipalli uh, as a possible candidate. And a uh, possible candidate, Donny Tree uh, Pamunkas. Uh, so two possible candidates there. And let's take a look at them. So the first one, Witan Suleiman, has been with the team since 2021. And he has 34 caps and nine goals. So a bit of a scorer for them. Um, uh, he's just 22 years old and he has started nine of their 22 games over the last two years uh, and he was subbed in for nine uh, and with the under-23 team for one, not selected for three matches, so we think he's a definite candidate. He did spend a bit of time uh, in Eastern Europe there uh, with Lekia Gdansk, actually a fairly good uh, big team in Poland there, and Seneca in Slovakia. Um, as well as Serbia, so uh, a bit of experience there. Um, he's always selected, but as we saw, uh, starts only half of the game. He's actually quite versatile. Uh, we put him as a left winger here because that is kind of the position he started uh, the most, but uh, that would be 50% at most because he plays uh, also on the right wing too and sometimes... Uh, uh, central attacking midfielder, and we've even seen him as a centre forward. So Witan Suleiman, uh, a fairly uh, flexible um, uh, player or versatile player. Okay, uh, the pot, uh, likely candidate, I mean, is uh, Sadil Ramdani. Uh, he returned from an absence to play regularly, um, subbing in uh, about a third of the time. So he plays uh, right winger just as often as what he's coded as, which is a left winger. And he returned after a two and a half year absence and started 10 of the remaining 19 games, as well as subbing in for six and on the bench for one. So just two matches that he wasn't select for, selected for after his return. Uh, that's Sadil Ramdani. So uh, we see that uh, Witei Suleiman and Sadil Ramdani often switch sides uh, uh, is maybe the simplest way of putting it, with Suleiman playing in other positions besides. Uh, our possible first possible candidate is Stefano Lillipalli, and uh, he returned after a more than two-and-a-half-year absence himself. That was in June of 2022, and he started four of their remaining 19 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for two. But there were 10 matches that he wasn't selected for, and that includes the last two matches. Uh, so uh, Stefano Lillipalli, uh, born in the Netherlands, by the way, and also played for uh, teams, uh, smaller teams in the Netherlands. Uh, so we think he's a possible candidate, along with Donny Tree Pamungas, and uh, he does not have any caps for the national team, actually. He's just 18 years old, and he got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023. 
and didn't start any of the remaining seven games, but he was on the bench for three of them and then not selected for uh, four others, including the last two matches. So actually, I should probably move him down to portable, but unlikely, uh, maybe too young for this uh, tournament, but we, we could see him uh, in the future. I'll leave him as portable. Uh, though, and uh, let's summarize then the position of left wingers with a bit of a narrative. Uh, so, uh, when it is a left winger, it's as I said, um, a left defender uh, or a left back moving up, uh, unless in the rare case that it's a 4 4 2 where they have both a left back and a left winger. Um, but more commonly, this position is a left attacking midfielder and uh, right winger Witan Suleiman. Uh, often starts in the position, just as often as uh, Ramdani, and those two seem to um, uh, hold the position down. Stefano Lillipalli uh, does appear there, but I've also seen him appear as a, a centre-forward, actually, so I'm not sure um, uh, he's really a consideration um, against these two uh, players. Okay, let's move on to right-wingers, and again... Um, uh, Witan Suleimani is coded as a right winger, um, but uh, we've talked about him because he plays more on the left. Uh, for right winger names, we have, sorry, I lost my spot here. I'm just refinding it. Uh, we have um, Eggy Molana Vikri uh, as a possible candidate, so just possible candidates over here. Uh, Jakob Sayuri and uh, Zaki Ashraf, three possible candidates. And then uh, two possible but unlikely candidates whose names uh, we will mention but not post. So Rico uh, Seaman, Seaman Tunjak, uh, he returned after an absence, played two games in March 2023, and then was off the team again. And Ryan Kurnia uh, got his first appearance in September 2023, uh, on the bench, but then was not brought up for the October game. So we'll put those two players back on the list if they appear uh, on the final roster. But let's look at the main candidates here. Well, uh, the main candidates are, uh, as we saw, um, Witan Suleiman and Sadil Ramdani, uh, both of them playing on the left side as well as the right. So uh, these that's why we have only three possible candidates here. Eggy Molana Victory uh, has been with the team since 2018. He has 21 caps and eight goals. Uh, he's 23 years old and he is playing back in Indonesia now, but he was playing with the team uh, in uh, Slovakia recently. He started seven of their 22 games uh, over the past two years, subbed in for three and was on the bench for two. Uh, but he was out with two separate injuries for uh, five games are not selected for five games. So uh, Eggy Molana Victory plays various positions. Uh, uh, usually, though, he's in the middle as a central attacking midfielder and uh, um, not so much on the right. Uh, next candidate, Jakob Sayuri. Uh, he returned after a 15-month absence in September 2022 to start eight of the remaining five games, and he was subbed in for four. However, he was not selected for the last three matches. So um, 
uh, he's he has also started in various positions too, uh, and so uh, I have seen him as a as a right attacking midfielder here, but I've also seen him, um, I think, on the left side, uh, or as a right forward. Okay, and the last candidate is Zaki Ashraf. Uh, he's just twenty years old. And he uh, got his first appearance in March of this year, 2023. And didn't start any games, but he was on the bench for five and not selected for two others. So probably a bit less likely uh, than the others, but uh, one never knows. So uh, those are the three candidates. So again, summarizing the right wing position, uh, it really is uh, usually Suleiman or Ramdani uh, with these other two players maybe showing up there uh, Molana Vikri and Jakob Sayuri um, there. And we move on to our forward line, which begins with uh, attacking midfielders. Um, and we have a definite candidate here in Marcelo Ferdinand. And a possible candidate in Akran Fikri. Uh, uh, and a... Um, Possible but unlikely candidate, but we will post his name, uh, Muhammad Rafli, so we'll uh, we'll talk about him too. Okay, Marcel uh, Marcelino Ferdinand. Uh, he's just 19 years old, but he has 14 caps and two goals, so he got his first start in January 2022, and he started seven games and subbed in for seven games. Uh, so. Um, couple of injuries and with the 20 under 23 team uh, all in all he just missed uh, or, or was only two matches that he wasn't selected for uh, and we've seen him uh, in various positions actually we've seen him as a central midfielder uh, as a left winger and as a right midfielder so uh, he's been regularly called up however uh, he was injured in October 2023, and that is a hamstring injury, and they often take time to recover. So he is a doubt uh, for this cup. We'll have to update that in our uh, in our uh, part two of this podcast. Uh, perhaps brought in to replace him is Akram Fikri, because he got his uh, first appearance on the bench in October uh, of 2023 here he didn't start either of the games but he was subbed in for one and on the bench for the other so uh, perhaps he's been brought in as a possible replacement and uh, yes the reason we'll talk about Mohammed Rafli uh, again is because of this injury uh, might get him recalled to the team uh, but he started eight of their games over the last two years uh, subbed in for one and on the bench for four and uh, not selected for nine matches, including the last seven. But again, there's a chance that he will be brought uh, in if uh, if Mar Marcelino Ferdinand uh, uh, isn't able to make the squad. Uh, so let's summarize the position of attacking midfielder. Actually, they don't have this position in recent formations. Uh, when they did, though, it was Ferdinand uh, a couple of times, Ferdinand. Uh, but more recently, the right winger we just mentioned, Morlana Victory, or the somewhat ubiquitous Suleiman Witan, uh, have all been seen kind of in the central attacking midfielder role. All right, uh, we have no secondary strikers, no players coded 
as secondary strikers. So we move on to forwards, and uh, we begin with um, uh, Dendi uh, Solistiawan. Dendi Solistiawan as a definite candidate, and uh, three likely candidates. The first is Dimas uh, Drajad or Dimas Dryad. I'm not sure how to pronounce that one. Next one is Hockey Karaka. And uh, thirdly, Ramadan Sananta. Ramadan Sananta. And then we have one possible candidate in Raphael Struck. Um, and then one uh, possible but unlikely character who will just mention my name, Ali Kusuma. So he got a bench appearance in September 23, uh, 2023, but didn't appear in the October games. Uh, and finally, we have a player who's uh, seemingly off the squad. His name is uh, Elijah Spasojevic. Uh, we won't post his name either. Um, but he does uh, have an impressive record of seven caps and four goals uh, for the national team. However, um, uh, he was not selected for the last uh, seven matches. And we consider him to be off the squad uh, because he is uh, 36 years old and hasn't played for a while. So again, we'll put him back on the list if he does make a comeback. But let's look at the more likely candidates with the definite candidate, Dendi uh, Solistjohan. So uh, he had got his first appearance on the bench in March 2017. Why am I mentioning that? Because he returned after a five-and-a-half-year absence in September 2022 and started 10 of their remaining 15 games, as well as subbing in for the five others. So uh, um, an interesting story there, uh, coming back after a five-and-a-half-year absence, and he's, he's a starter and a definite candidate. So... Um, uh, he also has played as a left winger, or I should say a left attacking midfielder and a right attacking midfielder. I think that was one time each time, but usually he is the uh, the centre forward there, whether it's one or two, and we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, next, we have likely candidate Dimas Dryad, I'll say, and he also has an impressive scoring record so far, 11 caps and six goals, so that's pretty good. And he got his first cap in June of 2022 and started nine of the remaining 19 games, uh, subbed in for two and on the bench for one. Uh, however, he was injured for six matches. That's no problem. He's fit now. Uh, but he wasn't selected for the last match. So a minor concern there, but we still consider him uh, uh, a likely candidate. Uh, our next likely candidate is Hockey Karaka. So he got his first cap in October 2022, uh, 2023, that is. So he's brand new to the squad. Uh, and he started both of the, of the uh, remaining two games there. So brought in as a starter, uh, Hockey Karaka. Uh, he's just 19 years old. So two caps and two goals. Uh, good for him. He looks like a promising candidate there. Uh, also likely is Ramadan uh, Sananta. So he's been with the team since uh, September 2022. Uh, he didn't start any of their remaining 15 games, though. Uh, he was subbed in for six and on the bench for six. 
So that's just uh, three matches that uh, he was not uh, uh, on the squad for. And he also has an impressive record of six caps and four goals. Uh, and he's 21 years old. Um, so uh, Ramadan Santanta, uh, a likely candidate. Um, we have a possible candidate in Raphael Stroik. I think is how you pronounce it. And uh, um, he was born in the Netherlands too. Uh, he actually came up through Den Haag, uh, so Den Haag's youth system, and uh, he's playing for their team right now. Uh, Raphael Stroik is 20 years old and got his first cap in June 2023. And he started two of the remaining five games and was on the bench for one. Uh, and then with the under-23 team for one and not selected for one. Uh, so uh, it seems a little less likely than the other candidates, but quite possible, I would say. And uh, when he plays, he, he tends to play as a left forward when they have more than one forward. So uh, we've never seen him as the single centre forward. Uh, that's Raphael Stroke, uh, Stroik. Uh, okay, well, we dealt with uh, the other two players uh seemingly off the squad and uh, possible but unlikely. So let's finish by uh, describing the position. Uh, so usually there's one uh, centre forward, sometimes two, and sometimes even three, although that's rare. Uh, they seemed uh, to be struggling to find a centre forward in early 2022. And the players who played uh, there in the first part of that period are no longer on the squad. So uh, Dryad was uh, used regularly for a while, and he still is sometimes. But uh, Sulis Jawan's return in September 22 seemed to immediately make him the main, uh, the main man. Uh, recently, though, the position has been two-man uh, more often, and so uh, it's shared. There's more players uh, uh, that can be used. So Stroik uh, has come in on the left, and newcomer Karaka uh, started both October games. So, uh, I mean, they may go with more forwards now that they they have a bit more to choose from. All of these guys uh, doing well, putting the ball in the net. So, pretty exciting, uh, pretty exciting stuff in Indonesia's offense. And maybe that would be my uh, first comment, uh, my first closing thought, is that uh, I would say over the last year and a half. Um, over the last year and a half, they've definitely improved the forward line, kind of gotten rid, gotten rid of the guys who were there before and brought in uh, new players who can score. We'd have to analyze if they're getting most of their goals against weak teams, which I suspect they are. But nevertheless, they are putting the uh, ball in the net, which could make them uh, uh, a better team. Um, I don't think I have anything more to say about that other than repeating the, the thoughts at the beginning that it's a pretty stable squad uh, without too many uh, changes, although we do see that pattern of uh, regular players being dropped for the last six games and new players coming in, uh, but not so much with Indonesia as with a couple of other teams we've looked at. 
Okay, let's look on to uh, preview part two, and we will be uh, uh, making note of any notable non-selectors. That would be players who were likely or definite here that didn't make the squad, and then any surprise inclusions. That would be uh, possible but unlikely players here, or perhaps players that we have on our list that we just thought were no longer a consideration uh, who do come back into the team kind of out of the cold. Uh, and finally, we'll look at any new players. Uh, that would be uh, uh, players who haven't been capped yet, but uh, maybe they're hot in their club action and are brought into the national team for the tournament. Uh, we'll also give an update on injuries. So we had a couple here. Um, we had a couple here that uh, will be a require uh, will require an update and then any new ones that uh, come around. So that'll be an important part of the uh, part two of this media card. We originally planned to tag on our past, present and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10 minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We'd like to thank the Burr Abacham and Pixabay for the wonderful music you hear in this media cast. The title is called Arabic Trap. <laughs>